0: You are listening to the Feedback
1: Podcast. Podcast with my homie back.
0: All right. Welcome to the Feedback Podcast, everybody. My name is back, and this is episode 202. Yes, winning 200s. Congratulations, me. Woohoo, seven years in podcasting. I'm just now breaking 200. Holy fuck. Anyway, uh, do me a favor, though. Uh, go to iTunes, go to wherever you listen to podcasts, uh, look up the feedback, share it, uh, put a comment, a rating. That helps. Uh, if there's somebody you like, just let me know. Somebody you'd want to see, a comedian you like, just let me know. Uh, just follow the feedback everywhere on social media. Feedback, B-A-K-A, of course, for that is my fucking name. All right. So uh, t- today's guest is the very funny Greg DePauls in the virtual building. How you doing, man? <laughs> I'm doing good. Yeah, Thank how you, you, you Thank you for doing this on Easter.
1: Yeah, man. Happy Easter. You celebrate Easter? I don't give a fuck, man. I don't care. Yeah, I mean, neither of us must because, like, we're both doing this right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, I, you know, my um, my son went with his mom uh, to Dallas because to, they do Easter. They do the whole mm-hmm. searching for eggs from rabbits and stuff. And so I'm like, yeah, you know, If if he's going to learn that tradition, might as well learn learning with his mom, not with me because I don't care. And so, yeah, yeah. hey, three day weekend for me. <laughs> that's what that is. <laughs> that, that, that's what Easter is to me: three day weekend it's without my son. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> a little break uh, from being a dad, so I get to go and see some comedy and, and all that good stuff. So, but you don't, so you never celebrate Easter?
1: Uh, no, my family does, but they're they're in New York right now, so I'm just here. I'm probably gonna call them after this, actually.
0: Happy Easter! What do, what do you do on Easter? Yeah, besides the eggs. You go to church? Yeah, that's
1: it. It's the eggs, Then you go to the church, and you come home, and you eat food. And that's about it. That, that's any that's
0: Sunday? Pretty much, that's
1: any, every, yeah, pretty much any Catholic holiday is you do something in the morning. Like Christmas, you open presents, and you go to church, and you eat food. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> and, and, and you know what? That, that's that's, what you do. Can, can you think of a
0: holiday that does not involve food? I was trying to think about that the other day. I'm like where there's not a a gathering, and then there's food involved.
1: I'm trying to think about um, people eat food on St. Patrick's Day. I feel like there's no St. Patrick's Day meal. I feel like everyone just gets drunk for that one.
0: Okay, I'll say food and drinks. MLK Day, you don't really do anything. No. Yeah. Okay. There's one. That's <laughs>
1: that might <be> the <laughs> only one that I get. Get that's good, that's good. You have me starting the podcast saying I don't celebrate MLK Day. That's a good I mean, good well,
0: for me. I'm saying there's other ways to celebrate MLK Day. You, no, yeah, I get it, I get it. You, you post, I have a dream on your social media and you're done for the day. Then you can go about your business. <laughs> and
1: that's it. Yeah, you don't have work. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's it. I think that's enough. That's all you got to do. Just say, I have a dream. I have a quote from from Martin Luther King. Post that shit, and then you know, go do whatever you want to do. That's that's MLK. Yeah, I don't. Take your day off I, from work. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So, um, how did how did you get? First of all, what, what you're in Austin now, but where are you? Not from here, right?
1: <clears throat> no, nah, so I'm from upstate New York.
0: Upstate New York. All right, and you you started doing comedy over there?
1: Yeah. So how I, start, I started doing comedy in like. It was kind of weird. I didn't start it like normal. So, like I didn't go to like stand up clubs or whatever or like normal open mics. I was uh-huh. just in college, and they had like a stand up campus club, pretty much. Stand up campus so just, club. Yeah, so like in college they have like little clubs, you know, like chess club or whatever. And one of them was just like a stand up comedy club. So I was like, oh, that sounds what, fun. What do you do there? I mean, you do stand up. It's just like it's just like in a classroom instead of in like a bar for a club
0: anybody could go or yet like to sign up and register to be part of the club so you can go and perform in front of a class
1: uh it was pretty interesting how it worked. so like anyone could go and like the more often you went like then mm-hmm. they had like additional shows and stuff they put on campus and stuff so if you went often then you kind of got involved in that thing but anyone could just go and tell jokes it was like once a week twice a week sometimes
0: what made you want to do that?
1: Uh, I just always like stand up. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Say what? I said pussy.
0: But, you know it's college.
1: No, we're not, there's not a lot of that. Uh, the college stand up club.
0: Well, I mean, you get funny, but you go to the co- you know the stand up comedy thing at the at the in that club, and then you know then you you know you get the girls at the party. College parties. Oh no, you didn't oh. do that. You didn't. You know? Not
1: really, not at all. <laughs>
0: It's like that was last year, man. No. <laughs> so, 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 how did it work? How did it work? Break it down.
1: Like, how did it? So, like, pretty much the, it was like they would have meetings every week. It'd be like, it'd pretty much just be like an open mic. Okay. And then, like, once a month, they'd put on like a show or like a house party. And then they'd pick people who were doing like okay in the meetings. They'd pick like eight or 10 people. Uh-huh. And you'd get to go up. And I mean, just, it was cool because, like, Sometimes I got to perform in front of like 150 plus college kids. Holy shit. It was just sick. Yeah.
0: Wow. And, and did it, um, what, what college was that in Buffalo? Is it uh, state? Yeah. not that I would know, but yeah,
1: it's like a New York state school. It's called Binghamton.
0: Okay. And is it's that, like is a that small,
1: school. Is that something upstate? that
0: they have in different schools? I never heard. I, UT didn't have a stand up comedy club when I was, when I was there.
1: Yeah, I think it's like, I think it depends on the school. Like, I think any school could start one, but I don't think they all have them. I was just lucky that the one I went to just happened to have it there.
0: So there was no other club you wanted to be a part of? You're like, this is what I'm going to do? Well,
1: you... I wanted to do the All the Im...
0: clubs. All the clubs. You're like, this is the one?
1: No, I wanted to be on the improv team, but they fucking cut me. So I was like, oh, I guess stand-up will work. <laughs>
0: <laughs> did, did so did, did someone tell you you're like yeah, i'm just gonna try it out like what I, what okay let me let me rephrase my question because now i'm just rambling uh-huh. um i'm always curious about what it is about a comedian that makes him start you know a comedy career or, or just pushes him or her to get on stage and tell jokes you know it's uh mm-hmm. we, i've had a bunch of people on the show and i've heard anything from Hey, I'm from a large family. I'm the middle kid. Nobody gave a shit about me. So I needed attention. So I was cracking jokes when I was, when I was a kid to get attention from my parents because nobody gave a fuck about me. Or there's the, Oh, you know, I was kind of a weird kid and didn't really fit in anywhere. So, you know, telling jokes was my way to express myself and to connect with people. And that's how I, I I got on stage and I loved it. Like you, you see what I'm talking about?
1: Yeah, like some sad, depressing story to start. on no one paid attention. Yeah, none
0: it's the, Yeah, I, know, it, I, I make it sound that like a like lot that.
1: of comedians. They have like a no one paid attention to me, so I started telling jokes. I need a, and yeah. I want to be
0: accepted. I want to be accepted. Please, please, love me, love me, please. And 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 it's, that's okay. But I mean, there's there's all kinds of backgrounds, but those are like the ones that you hear about a lot.
1: Yeah. Uh I did like I just did like theater in high school pretty much like I did like acting like musicals and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then when I went to college, I for the first like 2 years of college like I went to like community college, so I didn't really do anything on stage. And then when I finally went away to Binghamton, uh I was like, "Oh, you know, it'd be kind of fun now that I'm here to maybe. I liked acting in high school. So I could try out for improv." then they cut me. And I was like, "Oh, well the stand-up club just lets any motherfucker in." I guess I I could go up there. Uh huh. Yeah, but I I always liked performing on stage, so I think like it just kind of naturally happened. And then like all the people there were pretty nice, and like that's why I ended up making like most of my college friends. And did you have?
0: uh, Did you have an older sibling who was in uh, acting, or parents, or anything like that? That was that a family thing?
1: Uh no. I'm the oldest, and none of my family. I think my great grandfather was like a musician, but like no, no one else in my family is really like
0: a an artist or anything
1: like that. Oh, yeah.
0: They're like, all right, I'm, I'm gonna show, I'm gonna show everybody how it was done. So you, you get on stage, and you knew people, and you, I guess you knew people in the audience. Were you nervous?
1: Oh yeah, the first the first time I ever got up like at that club, I didn't know anyone there when I first went up. I just went there. I had, like, one stupid joke. I don't even remember what it was. I'm like, all hey, right, I'm a Yeah, you
0: do. Man. Yeah, you do, Greg.
1: It was something. I don't remember the punchline. I know it was, like, something about, like, my family, but I don't remember, like, what the punchline was. It was, like, something. It was so stupid. But I, I remember it was, like, a 30-second joke. I right. went up there. I said it. Got, like, half a chuckle. And then I sat down. And I was like,
0: one joke. awesome. One joke. One job. You did a 15-second set?
1: <laughs> I did, like, a 15, 30-second set. And then I was, like, then they were, like, all right. And I was, like, yeah, that's it. And then I went and sat back down. like.
0: And you felt great.
1: I felt all right. I was, like, all right. That wasn't, <laughs> that wasn't terrible. I could go up and do – because, like, I went to, like, a few meetings before. Mm-hmm. And I was just watching kids, like, go up and just completely embarrass themselves. I was, like, all right. I'm not gonna be that bad it's <laughs> terrible if that's what gave me confidence as I was watching other people like I can't kick it that bad they went up there and did that bad I'm gonna go bad up there bad. at my it's 15 bad. I should go 15 second joke and not embarrass myself like that
0: you're like yes this was great all right next time I go I'm gonna I'm gonna go for 40 seconds I'm gonna tell two jokes <laughs> I got this. I got pretty Greg. Much. Greg, I got this, man. I'm going to go up and do two. <laughs> and maybe six months from now, I'll get to a minute.
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much.
0: <laughs> so, uh, how, how long were you part of that uh, club thing? Uh, About about two years I was in it. Oh, two years. Wow. Do you move up? Yeah. And, uh, is there like an officer and then a treasurer and
1: all that stuff? So, is it just- yeah, there were those things. I just never wanted to do them. Yeah, like I ran for one once and I didn't get it, but I was always allowed to perform. So I was like, oh, I don't want to do the responsibility shit. I'll just go to the fun performing part.
0: And what, what, what changed after you went up? Like, did people look at you differently? Like, oh, this funny man, Greg, or,
1: oh, Greg. Uh-oh. Oh, my bad. I just dropped it. Uh-oh.
0: Like, oh, look, Greg is so funny now. I'm, I'll give him some. Like, what did anything change? It's
1: college. Uh, yeah, I think it's just like, um i don't know why my do not disturb things not working i keep it hold on my bad man all right hold on let me pause it so what what changed um
0: i don't think
1: no not even that i think just like before that i was in school i didn't really like i didn't really like school that much the whole time i was there Mm -hmm. uh so when I was part of that, I was like, oh, these are like friends. We're all kind of into comedy. I've always liked stand-up, like watching it. It's always been one of my favorite things to do. But yeah, just going there. It was pretty much, I just made friends that had like similar interests to me. And it was like the first time I did that when I was at college. So it was pretty exciting.
0: You got, and what year was this? Sophomore, junior,
1: or what? Uh, like junior year. Junior? College. So yeah. between
0: junior and junior? Senior year, by the time you graduated, you got no pussy from comedy?
1: Uh like a little bit, but not like a crazy amount. <laughs> hey, hey, you get what you get, man. You get what you get what you get. It's like I don't know, and I don't even know if it was from my comedy. It's just <laughs> what location, they
0: like yeah, I'm the dude with the with the dad jokes. <laughs> I'm the 50-second kid. <laughs> The Wait, in the kids. comedy
1: or in the bedroom, the 50 second. both kid.
0: Oh. <laughs> I, like I do seventeen <laughs> seconds on stage, but I'm gonna give you forty right
1: here. I'm gonna give you forty three seconds. Yeah, I right do. A, here. I can. do a whole minute with the two of them to buy, You see. <laughs> <laughs> don't ask guy. me.
0: Don't ask me to tell jokes. I'm gonna lose my erection. I swear to God. <laughs> you just you're not
1: gonna want to fuck me anymore after the jokes. Oh uh, no.
0: This. Like oh you I bombed I'm sorry I bombed
1: <laughs> I'm only one year and goddamn it <laughs> shit give me some
0: time I got to work uh, my way up to two minutes um so graduate from college right yes no
1: yeah and yeah, yeah. like
0: did 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 your um did your family know that you were doing all that did they come see
1: you ever my family has still never seen me do comedy
0: do they even know you do comedy.
1: Well, they know because I moved here to do it, but they still have not seen a single joke I've told.
0: Oh, man. And hey, well, <laughs> but, okay. So but let, before you, before you move, like, are you, do you move around to college or did you stick around in upstate New York to do some more? Yeah. So I there? stuck
1: around, I graduated in 20, like the end of
0: 2019.
1: Ugh. So I was in Bingham. Yeah. I'm,
0: I'm so I'm, Look, man, I graduated in, 20, in 2004. I'm old, but go ahead. I'm
1: 2019. Gosh, shit. I'm sorry for reminding me you about your age, but uh, I'm good. I look just like you. Yeah, man. Skin wise, I look half as good as you when I'm your age. I'll be.
0: Yeah, you'll be good. fine. Not gonna happen. Lotion, man. Lotion. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, I think I already got like sometimes my the circles under my eyes. I look 30, but uh.
0: Eesh. Take care <laughs> of now. <laughs> Take care of shit right
1: now. Why yeah, no, the thing I wrong. have to do is sleep and I don't do a lot of it. That'll be the way <laughs> to take care of it. But uh no, so I lived in actually right after I graduated sucked, right? Because I had I had like an apartment lease. Mm-hmm. I still had six months on the lease and I graduated like a little earlier than everyone else. I was like, Oh, the last six months will be sick, you know, I'll hang out, I'll just kind of work a job and pay like my low rent, I'll get to mm-hmm. still get the party with all my college buddies. Then COVID hit.
0: Oh, that's right. You're only, oh. only a year out. God damn. <laughs> I, you know what? I I keep thinking like you had the great life for and I'm like, yeah, that's right. 2019, you just
1: graduated. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. No, so I thought I was going to have all this fun. But then COVID happened and everyone I knew went back to their house. I still had to pay for this apartment. So I was just stuck in like a small upstate New York town where everyone dipped. Uh-huh. There's nothing happening. It's closed down. <laughs> and the worst part of it was the fucking, the fucking job I got was I was a debt collector. So it was in an office. Whoa, for the whoa, first whoa,
0: whoa, month. whoa, Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know <laughs> motherfucker that calls people on and go, hey, you need all this money? I
1: that was, yeah, yeah. That was your job. I was a professional asshole for like six months, yeah.
0: That was the last job you could get. It had to be like this. There was no other option.
1: I No, it wasn't, like, so the reason I got it originally was because, like, it was just a nine-to-five, like, paid decent. I was like, all right, this is pretty low effort. Yeah. And it was, like, in a building. But then as soon as I got my, like, certificate, like, to be allowed to do it, they sent us home. Now I'm just sitting in my apartment by myself during the pandemic calling people who just lost their job. Like, hey, I know you lost your job. (laughs) Your life is terrible, but you have a J.P. Morgan Chase credit card that you owe like 10 grand on, but it's part making payments.
0: You must have felt like an, you, you must have felt like an asshole. I mean, it is a job. Aww. You can't, you can't be mad at the fact that it is a job. Like it is. Yeah. yeah. Look, man, I, I'm sorry that I'm calling you and like, you just lost your home. You just lost your job. You just lost your grandma to COVID, but I, I didn't need the $10,000. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I'm
1: just doing like, my- hey, I know this sucks, but don't you want to be fiscally responsible during
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what, what kind of... Re- I mean, I'm, I'm... I'm sure you got, like, cursed out
1: all the oh, time. Oh, I got cursed out. I got told I had no soul. They said, how could you call during this time? How could you even still do this? Like, I got told all kinds of shit. All day. Once and you're like, check next. Plus, <laughs> I'm in my house by myself all day. And these are the only people I'm talking to all day. Oh, my God. That is depressing. <laughs> oh, that job was the worst, man. Even worse was during the job. They'd have a uh-huh. meeting once a week where they'd play the phone calls. People who did that at their job. And I'd get played, like, every other week in front of, like, my whole company. to be like, all right, what? we're going to take a look at this call. Yeah, they're going to they be like, we'll take a look at this call, and we'll see uh, what they did wrong, okay? And then, like, oh, everyone would be shit. there, like, everyone would be there, like, I hope it's not my call. I hope it's not my call. And then it'd come up, hello, oh, my name is Greg DePaul, and I'm calling from. like, oh, fuck, what did I do this time? And then the whole company would be listening to it, and then they'd critique your call and everything you did wrong in it after... <laughs> After hey man, look, a it's it's like $13 an hour job,
0: $13 an hour, and you work nine to five yeah. fr- Monday to Friday
1: Dude, from Monday to Friday. I got $13 an hour to get like verbally abused for eight hours a day. Wait, Three what
0: did, did you had So, yes, at times you couldn't call, like, at. I don't know how one dead call collectors call. It, uh-huh. it, it, can you call like after yeah, hours? Probably,
1: yeah. No, no. So I'd I'd work nine to five. And then like depending on what time it is in like each region of like the country. Yeah. Like where you're allowed to call. Pretty much like I didn't check that, though. They just give you a list and you dial the numbers on it all day.
0: Wow, man. Did you try to trick them? You know, when when uh, telemarketers call like, hey, how you doing, man? Having a good day. Oh, by the way, yes, I'm calling in on behalf of blah, 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 blah. Do you have to like or they give you a script you have to follow?
1: They give, you, they give you a script you have to follow, but like the most awkward part is the beginning part of the script because like, you have to get the person to confirm their identity in order to like, tell them that they owe money. So like, You'll just be on the phone like, is this so-and-so? They'll be like, I'm not answering that until you tell me who this is. And I'm like, I can't answer that until you tell me who this is. <laughs> so like, well, why would I answer if you're not going to tell me who you are? I'm like, because I'm legally not allowed to answer unless you tell me who you are.
0: And You go so back that, and forth like that for two minutes.
1: <laughs> Holy shit! And then, and then like something. A lot of times, they get annoyed too. But finally, they'd be like, "Fine, yeah, it's me. What do you want? Uh, you owe ten grand on a credit card." After they're already like pissed off at you.
0: Do you have a? Was this your first like cold calling job? Because you know when you yeah. do sales, you do the same same kind of deal. You call people mm-hmm. up. Say, not 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 to collect money, but to get their business right. But man, you got that you yeah. you are set for comedy because the amount of rejection you must have gotten is <laughs> freaking insane. Like you already <sighs> you're set for life. For six months you did this every day. Every day. God damn. Did you tell your parents about that part?
1: Yeah, yeah. About like the deck collecting thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: What did you major in? Uh English. Oh, at least you had proper English when you called him.
1: Yeah, no, like, I'm, I'm spending college, like, writing about Shakespeare and shit, and then I go to this.
0: I mean, it's it's great because, well, th- were you allowed to kind of go off script a little bit? I mean, tell some, not necessarily, tell maybe tell some jokes, I don't know, but, like, try to, you know, you, when when you, when people get comfortable with you on the phone... You know, and after a while, they'll tell you whatever. I I, I worked at a at a radio station in Austin uh, for yeah mm-hmm. six months, uh, and I was sales. I wanted to, I wanted it was a hip hop R and B station still exists ninety ninety five nine. Um, they hired me because I'm black and I know hip hop and there's no you know and that was it. They're like, oh, it will be great. You'll be able to sell, sell and call and everything, and. I would get on calls. I would. They didn't give me a list. I had to make up the list, and then I call people. And as you get, the more you call the same person, and then you start to of get to know them before you even pitch them. I would like mm-hmm. actually get to know them. Like, hey, how you doing? Yeah, I'm back. Blah blah blah. I'm, you know, I, I we have uh, uh, digital services like social media stuff. But before I even get to that, I would just shoot the shit for like five minutes, and my boss would get mad at me. Because, like, dude, you're supposed to sell, not get to know the people you're selling You're selling to. Yeah. So did, did you have, like, the same people that you called over and over again, and after a while, they just knew you?
1: Uh, so No, I usually only dealt with the people, like, once or, like, sometimes twice. Like, if they were about to, like, hey, they'd, like, say, hey, I need to, like, make a phone call with someone, and then i call them back, like, later in the day. Oh. So usually it was just one phone call. But the reason I always got in trouble was because I would go off the script. And then like, uh, and then a lot of times I'd go off the script and be like, eh, you don't got to pay this shit. I don't care. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, look, man,
0: I'm still getting paid 13 an hour regardless. Exactly. I'm by myself. It's like, I could have made
1: commission, but I was so bad at it that I knew I wasn't anyways. Sometimes if someone would get annoyed enough, I'm like, hey, yeah, you're right. Why do you have to pay this? Go, go ahead. You're good. Oh, man. Really?
0: Six months of that shit. God, yeah. Pro- pro- props to you, man. By yourself in your apartment, man. And so, um, so you came here for comedy then?
1: Yeah, specifically. Yeah, specifically. Just last year. Uh, January. I got here like three months ago.
0: Oh fuck. Okay, never mind. Yeah, <laughs> never mind. And and you told your parents that yeah, I'm gonna be a professional debt collector caller. Or what would you tell them? Austin is a great market for debt collecting.
1: No, no, no I, don't, I didn't want to be a debt collector. I told them, I told them I was coming here because there's a comedy scene. And I was like, yeah, I'll also be a a teacher. And then I came here and I started doing the teaching stuff. I was like, I'm not doing that. So now I'm directing traffic for the COVID vaccine. Oh yeah, that's right. You told me about that.
0: And when that's over, what are you gonna do, Greg? Um, I don't know. I I go back to debt collecting, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah, Uber driver. I don't know.
0: Dude, man, that, I, I I wonder who those people like. You don't see when Uber first came out, it was kind of a cool thing. Like Lyft, we you know Austin even had its own like ride share company.
1: No, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, that's that's what I did in in 2016. I did that for uh for about a month or so and it was uh it was called ride austin it was mm-hmm. right around the time that uh so when uber and lyft came to austin there was a uh they didn't want to do background checks on their drivers and so uh-huh. they uh and uh, austin was like no if you want to come here you have to do background checks i fingerprint uh background checks on your drivers and and over and like fuck that. Then we're not doing that because if we start doing mm-hmm. it in Austin, every single city is gonna is gonna ask for for that kind Background of shit, right? and we're trying to get anybody and everybody with a car to drive our to work for us. Yeah, and so Austin was like, nope. If you don't want if you don't want to do that, then you got to get the
1: fuck out. So they left. Hooper's like, we don't care about your side hustle as long as you can drive this far. No, exactly, whatever crime you want as long as you are not on the job.
0: Exactly. It could be alcoholic as long as you don't drink and drive. I don't give a fuck. You have a car. You can do this shit.
1: As long as you don't get caught drinking and driving. Yeah. but And so
0: when they left, there was a void in Austin for ride sharing. So there was these two millionaires that said, all right, we're going to start our own shit called Ride Austin. Same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, But the drivers would get 100%. I think it was 100% of the whatever the the revenue what they drive. But more importantly, all the, the, the money that they made, I don't even know how they made money. No, it was like, no, it was 80%. Sorry, it was 80% went to the driver and the 20 was was not going to the millionaires. It was going to nonprofits. Mm-hmm. So it was a nonprofit driven ride sharing company in Austin. And then a year later, Lyft came back and said, okay, we'll do background checks and ride Austin away." Uh and when when Lyft when Lyft came back to Austin, like yeah, we're Lyft, we're cool. Uh, how about we give free rides to musicians to their gigs? This is Austin, right? Music and shit. And you're like yeah, yeah, they like that, they like that, right? Austin, fuck y'all, they support musicians. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's yeah, what well, happened. Fuck the nonprofit company that was donating all their money to charity. Lyft is giving free rides to the band. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what happened.
0: <laughs> They got in good with the, all your, the, the music organizations here and said, yeah, uh, this is Austin, right? Yeah, so we like music. We want to be part of this. So we'll give free rides to musicians to their gigs. And it worked. And nobody yeah. for, for Ride Austin Drive or even Ride, Ride Austin again. And now it's
1: gone. I didn't even know Ride Austin was ever a thing. So.
0: Dude, th- there were so many of them. Like at least by, by the time Lyft and Uber left, it was like one of those prop whatever prop B thing that people voted on, mm. and they uh, there was at least like six or seven ride sharing companies in Austin, out of nowhere that you never like companies that used to do ride share from the, just from the airport were like oh yeah mm. we're gonna expand our fleet to all of Austin but they didn't have enough drivers and their app mm. most of those apps they, they they were waiting for Uber and Lyft to get get out the way and. They built apps and everything, but once Lyft and Uber left, they they were not ready for the surge of demand. So apps were crashing. Uh, it it was nuts. It was fucking nuts. And the 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 stupidest part is that Lyft and Uber spent millions lobbying against that prop that proposition, to where you would get phone calls that you could have done that job. They could They would call people and text people like, hey, back. It's like, hey, back. It's Stephanie. Are you going to vote for Prop A? Because if you vote for Prop A, blah, blah, blah. And they will call you and ask you, are you going to vote? For? And they spend millions on that shit. Millions. Mm. And then this, uh, they got the fuck out. They they lost the vote and they had to leave. So a little history on right sharing. <laughs> Austin, I don't know <laughs> why, why I'm telling you this. Not that you give anyway. <laughs> what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, yeah, now it's like I can't I've gotten into a couple of Ubers and Lyfts uh since the pandemic, but I can't find a single white driver.
1: A white driver?
0: Yeah, because when it first started, it was a cool thing. Hey, my name is Michael. I'm a Uber driver. I set my own hours, blah, 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 blah. It's so <laughs> great. I can't meet all kinds of people. Nah, 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 nah. I'm a self starter. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm my own business owner. Like, no, you're not. You don't drive your car. You have a car. <laughs> you have a car. You're not a business owner. You Just happen to have a car.
1: You're a car owner. That's the. About... <laughs> you're a car owner and a phone owner, and that just happened to work out for you.
0: And that's all it takes. You can be alcoholic too, but you still have the job.
1: <laughs> I'm a car owner who can't get a background check. Let's go.
0: Hey man, it it it's weird now. It's it's weird. I had to. I, I, did you take do you take Uber out? Do you have a car here or no? I
1: have a car, yeah. Uh, you did you
0: drove did you drive all the way? All the way down?
1: Yep. yep
0: oh yep. man, that was from New York to
1: Texas. New York, yeah. By yourself. I, I split it up though. I did it in like three hours. So. Yeah. I hope,
0: I hope so. I mean
1: I've been talking to comics here who are like, Yeah, the first day I drove like eighteen hours. I'm like That is no I like I did Yeah, like a lot of them did it in like two days, then no. Like they I girl up 18, 17 the first day, and then 9 the
0: second. And they were in a rush to get here. God damn. Yeah. Did, did, did you stop along the way and do some comedy as, as you drove by? Or you just went straight
1: here? I got straight here. Oh, okay. So I got just, uh, my first night, I just stayed at a, a friend's. He lives in Virginia, so he happened to be like pretty much right on the way. Mm-hmm. And the next night, I just stayed at a hotel and then got here.
0: Uh, the Young Life. I can just get on my car and leave. Bam,
1: fuck. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I like, what was that? Well, you 3, twenty four, three,
1: four. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I just turned twenty four.
0: Yeah, I don't remember twenty four. <laughs> not not because I partied and all that stuff. It I really don't remember. Is when you when you your thirties, you the twenties are just a
1: blur. It's a big blur.
0: Yeah, it really is. It really is. So are, are you are you doing anything else besides? Comedy and directing traffic and at COVID
1: vaccine <laughs> like- sites. Right now, right now, no, because I'm spending like I'm working like 50 hours a week doing that COVID thing.
0: Oh wow! So I okay. just
1: yeah, so I just get up, I go to work, then I come home, I eat like quick here, and then I'm just out to the mics. Where? And where I go to sleep.
0: Which one is it? Dakota one?
1: Where is it? It's in Round Rock.
0: Oh, it's in Round Rock. That's that's where the the vaccine site is.
1: Yeah, it's at like the Dell Diamond Stadium. Del there. Diamond,
0: yeah, the baseball. Uh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, wow. so what'd you think of Austin when you first got here?
1: Uh, I mean, I've never lived in a city before. So, like, I was just driving oh, and I saw you called. This yeah, a so city like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. Like, considering the last wow. city was Binghamton, New York.
0: Binghamton. That... <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah okay. man. Yeah, Binghamton and Newburgh are always competing for like the number one murder rate in New York. So that was a cool place to live. But uh
0: Is it diverse? For Binghamton? It doesn't sound like it, but I gotta ask.
1: Uh no, not really. Yeah, okay.
0: Small town. It's like okay. forty
1: thousand people. Uh it's kinda sad. All the factories closed, so it's just whoever was left over.
0: Oh shit. It's a factory town. Yeah,
1: it's like one of those yeah, it's like one of those like upstate New York like ghost cities that has no industry left and everyone just kind of pokes crack, I guess. I don't know.
0: What what, what what is the the Binghamton I can't even say it. Bingham? what is it? Binghamton?
1: Binghamton, yeah. What, Bingham God damn how you spell it? B yeah, so it's like Binghamton.
0: Oh, it's Ham. Okay, big,
1: big Hampton. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, like big
0: Hampton, like you're in the Hamptons, but it's not. It's it's Binghamton.
1: Not even close.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't sound like it. It's Binghamton, New York. What is Binghamton, New York, known for?
1: Uh, pretty much like the school is like probably the biggest like draw up there. College.
0: Oh, okay. It's one of those. It's one of those.
1: Yeah.
0: Otherwise, yeah, I mean, pretty- it was pretty. No, so- good? No, go ahead.
1: No, I like I liked living there though, and I think it was it was it was a fun time. Like I enjoyed the city. I actually liked it a lot. Uh, it was actually starting to get nicer as I was leaving, like the downtown area and stuff.
0: Okay, well, define downtown because there's no buildings, right? It's one of those like main street and then one level. Yeah. One
1: level next to each downtown street. was like one street with like a few restaurants and bars. That's like
0: yeah. It. And one yeah. one uh horse carriage for no reason. One of those no, no, No,
1: we couldn't have we couldn't have a horse carriage that would
0: <laughs> When I think small town USA, I always think that the uh, main
1: street Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's not it's like forty thousand people ish. Ish, okay. And then how much like, at the college? Uh how many people? I think like fifteen thousand were at the college or something like that. Okay. Yeah. 'Cause like a
0: place like uh, when I went to UT in two thousand one, uh they were at about seventy thousand
1: just Oh shit. Yeah, that's, that's bigger I mean, than the, it's whole one of the city I would in.
0: Yeah, it's one of the one of the biggest, you know, uh universities in the country. So it's it's its own
1: city, really. So yeah also Austin has what, a million people ish. I think that's about a million we, I, people.
0: We, Aust, just Austin, Austin Metro is, uh, I think we, we've passed 2 million, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, when you say Austin Metro, because it, it used to be um, just Austin, but now you go from Georgetown all the way down to uh, Buda, Kyle, San Marcos. Oh, uh, okay. So that's considered Austin Metro. So I think we just passed 2 million, I think. Um, but I don't know how much how many people were, were here when I got, I came in, I came here in 98 and it was still relatively small I mean you you would you drive downtown and the, the the only high rises were the UT tower uh the capitol I forgot what year the Frost Bank came up on Congress I don't remember but anyway it was but on the east side it was darkness it was all lit up on the West. When you're driving down that 35, mm. look to your right and you see the Capitol and Utah Tower towered burnt orange and all that stuff. And look to your left. It was like darkness, not dark. Seriously. Like you wouldn't, you wouldn't ah. venture out East. Like when you walk under on 35, one block East, you wouldn't even go that way. Let alone park there to go to Sixth street.
1: Oh, it was that bad.
0: I mean, it was like a thriller video at night. Like they would just come out. I mean, day. Black people and (laughs) Mexicans would would. It was like they were crawling out of the east side, go under the bridge, go to Sixth Street, party where the light is, where the where the uh, the bars are, and at two AM you just crawl back to the east side. It was like like
1: a whole like herd. Yeah, that's really what it was. Going into the darkness. Yep, and then
0: they and then they go home back into their caves. It was like that. It was like that. I said day like yeah <laughs> That's fucked up. But, but what 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 else do you do? Well, here's what I'm trying uh. to get at. Here's what I'm trying to get at. And and I know if I, I I I'm trying to think if I talked about this on the show before. I probably have. But I've been having this conversation with people um like I'm I'm big on like you don't define yourself as one thing when people say, "Well, I'm a lawyer, I'm like, "Well, okay, you happen to be a lawyer, but it's more to you than just being a lawyer or I'm, a, yeah, I'm yeah. a comedian, Well, yeah, but you have a name, you have passions, you have fears, you have things you love, things you don't like. you're not one thing is what I'm trying to say i I don't like to fit people in boxes because that, that's that's what happened to me, and I don't fit in, in boxes because i'm I'm Singalese, i'm french I'm, I was a computer science major. You know, I'm a nerd. I love anime. I dance for seven years. Mm. I'm just bragging, but I'm saying that I don't fit in one thing. So I don't think that people should put themselves in the box. So that's when when I ask you, you know, what else? What else do you like? I mean, you're you're in your 20s, so there's probably a bunch of, you know, stuff going on in your head. Like what kind of, what what do I love? What my passion is? I mean, I get the comedy part, but like what else? I guess is what I'm trying to get at. That was a long ass question, by the way. I apologize.
1: <laughs> oh, you good <laughs> uh i like I like listening to music a lot. that's probably like the other main thing I spend like my time doing i
0: i, I look disappointed right now. everybody likes music man. <laughs> nah, no, I know
1: that's like I listen to a lot of music like
0: do <laughs> you play any of it
1: uh yeah i like I play guitar ah here I play we go. Like, drums like, a little bit like I don't have my guitar here though so I've been playing guitar since I've been here. So I play guitar a little bit, play a little bit of drums. Nice. Used to like write raps when I was younger. Of course we all did. We all <laughs> <laughs> What what did you have a rap name back then? Uh it was just Greg. Oh come on, man. No, because I like Kendrick Lamar's. So I was like if I would be a rapper, I'm gonna use my real name.
0: <laughs> my name's Greg DePaul, y'all. I'm not gonna Shout be G I'm back. gonna be
1: Greg DePaul. <laughs>
0: Somebody must have given you a nickname. Somebody. Uh, that's a weird
1: thing. I never, never had any nicknames growing up.
0: Oh, well, you don't. You don't. Uh, other people give you nicknames, so you'll get one. I'll find one for you.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, this seems like Greg's always kind of worked.
0: No, it's okay. We'll find some. We'll find. Right. You'll find something. You'll never. It'll be some. It'll be some stupid. But it, it doesn't matter. I think uh somebody will give you a nickname. So you what what were you listening to that made that made you like rap? Was it was it Kendrick? You're a big fan of Kendrick?
1: Yeah, I just listened to a lot of rap when I was like a kid. Cause, like I didn't I wasn't even like I wasn't really allowed to listen to it growing up. I didn't really start listening to it till I was like thirteen. Mm-hmm. Then once I started listening to it, I couldn't stop. Like I just loved it.
0: Oh, uh, now we're gonna now we're gonna go deep. Okay, so you're 13. That means this is what the early uh, 2011. Yeah, early yeah, like 2010s. So Drake early is the guy. Yeah, yeah. Like Drake is the guy at that so time. Drake
1: was just Drake was probably just starting to be the guy, but the main guy at the time, that was when Lil Wayne was like on the, yeah, yeah, on Wayne. the pair. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh is that when uh Amelie and lollipop and all of that stuff came out
1: yeah yeah i think about that was like 2008 and then when i started listening to it like yeah i started listening to like that stuff or three and carter four was like just coming out at the time so all the kids my age were like listening to that of course you were and then drake was just starting to pop off a little bit
0: best i ever had best i ever drake, had like
1: i think was hmm hmm yeah, that, that, that song. I and, was in the uh, club already. You later.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not a Drake fan. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I think
1: when I first started listening to it... Sorry, what?
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm not, not a Drake fan? No, not at all.
1: Oh, I love Drake. <laughs>
0: of course. Well, yeah, you're right. See, that's the thing. Like, I'm sure if I was your age, I'd be all over yeah. it because he's, he's the biggest name, right? And so... I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and give you the whole wall. My music back in my day was way better. This is not rap. I'm telling you, I grew up. <laughs> I run the MC was rap. Wu Tang Clan was rap. Bob <laughs> Deep was rap. Snoop Dogg was Ice Cube was rap. But with this humming, the humming, the humming, the humming. That is not. Now I'm not going to get into that shit. But I, I do know that there is a. There's a study that was done that said that when you reach 33. You Mm. don't listen to new music anymore. Mm. That's the cutoff. And the reason why is because by the time you're 33, you're starting, like, the two two things happen. One, you're, well, you're more mature and you start to kind of, like, uh, get settled in your ways kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, either you have a girlfriend, you're about to get married, or you already have kids. So you kind of like, yeah, you start listening to whatever your kids are listening to, right? Around mm-hmm. around that age. But more importantly, it's like you 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 already have the soundtrack of your life, of your youth, right? You whatever you listened to when you were uh, a teenager, all the way through your twenties. Like, there were, there were key moments of your life that have a soundtrack to it. You yeah. Know, first time you you're more girl.
1: emotionally attached to Exa- Exactly.
0: That's what, yeah. Yeah, exactly. yeah, You know, whether it's prom, your first kiss, you know, the, your first dance.
1: First I'm already you like life. 24, and I'm like, yeah, I think, geez, what are these kids doing now? Like, I'm. Oh, no. No, no. You don't I'm get, already to do that. get to that point. I was with some of the new artists. I'm like, ah, these kids know nothing. Oh, they- <laughs> They don't, they don't. know how to make good music. Okay, let let me ask this. They got you this dollar signs in their
0: name. I'm 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 the same way, <laughs> and I've I've always been a music snob my whole life because I actually collected music, not records. I, I'm a nerd, so I burnt a lot of CDs. I have I have mm. boxes sitting right here full of c- remember CDs. I don't know if you remember CDs. No, yeah, I remember okay, them. Okay. They, like
1: museums and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but
0: like you, you could burn a CD and put music on it. And so I have at least like fifty spindles of CDs that I burned of hip hop that are sitting right here in this box.
1: Spindles are like the those tall things that you put them on, right? You like, stack your CDs on a spindle. Yeah, a okay. Stick in the middle yeah. and you
0: put yeah. So I have like fifty of those. I have a lot of those. And that's and I'm and then Spotify came up and be like, well, fuck you, then. All this shit is just mm. collecting dust. But I, I don't like Spotify. I only have Spotify because of my son. Otherwise, I like to listen to my shit. And so, um, I'm my beef is this. I don't think it's not a it's not like my music music was better back then. Um, I think that and music that's out now sucks. My problem is, it it sounds the same. Mhm so, if you're listening to whoever the baby or baby or the other baby or young baby old I don't know the babies I don't know all the a lot of babies out
1: there's there. a
0: lot of fucking babies. I don't know why they have all these babies. Somebody need to get them babies um, but it's like give me something different like I understand that this kind of hip hop you know exists, and people love it. I get that, but back in my day. You had a little bit for everybody.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Even in early two, 2010s. You know, yeah. Lil Wayne, you had Drake, Buster was still putting out stuff, you know. You still had uh I think Missy was had some stuff out. So it was it was it was a diverse um spectrum of different sounds and different voices, but now it's kinda like cookie cutter type thing. And
1: I and- think it's also like I feel like uh a lot of, like in music, a lot of themes kind of repeat over like decades, you know what I mean? like they make music. you make music about like a lot of the same human topics. yeah, I feel like yeah. when you're younger and you hear that kind of stuff for the first time, from whatever artist's out, when you are out, and you're like listening to music, when a newer artist makes kind of like a similar thing, you're like, "Ah, I've already heard this before, but some 15 year old kid will be listening to that, like, "Oh, that's what I'm going through like uh, for the first not, time, maybe that's what you're going through, really." <laughs> I'm not 15 anymore. I just know like, you know, when, I mean, I couldn't relate to anything Drake would talk about when I was 13. I didn't well, have well, all these exposed Like,
0: look, I, I, I listened to, I listened to Snoop and Dr. Dre when I was 13 and they were talking about killing niggas and all this thing, all this shit. And I'm like, oh yeah, Mr. Buster, where the fuck you at? And I, I'm like, I would, I didn't know. I lived in France. I didn't fucking know. <laughs> And I'm it, just like I'm. Thir-
1: I'm 13, listening to Drake. Like, man, yeah, I know all these hoes are hard to deal with. They break my heart. Life is Meanwhile, hard. I never had a girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, I live in Binghamton.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, it's hard in these streets. These streets of Binghamton, son. That's right,
1: Binghamton up in his bitch. That's uh. <laughs> I have so many girls hitting my line. I don't know what to do. <laughs> No, but, okay, but can you can you agree?
0: Uh, uh, humor me this. Yeah, um, can you agree? Can we have a consensus that there is such thing as good music? Yeah. So, in the sense that you you can you can all I don't no matter what you're into, um, uh, rock, you know, country, house, hip mm. hop, whatever you're into, but. I think there should be a consensus of, okay, Michael Jackson is great music. Prince, is, you don't have to be a fan. We're not asking oh, you to music. love the
1: shit. We're just saying, great music. Though. Yeah,
0: it's like the Beatles, Queen. I love Michael Jackson
1: and Prince. They're yeah. fantastic.
0: So that's that's the thing. Like there, there there are kids today who don't know who these people are, and I blame the fucking parents. Yeah, that is sad. So if, if, if I told you, because uh, I've had this conversation with people and I'm like, look, uh, can, can, can you look at me in the face and, and tell me that um, what. Oh, texting me. Godfrey is texting me. All right. Um, Sorry. Um, Michael Jackson, regardless of what he did or mm. did not do, whatever, but it's good music. And and it's the same thing, it's the same thing in in, uh, in hip hop. If you you don't have to be a fan of Jay-Z. I'm not a fan, I'm not a Jay-Z fan, but I'm like, hold it, yeah, Jay-Z does. They understand good. like what he did. Yeah, like if, if you think about felt. if you think about what well what the artist contributed to music. Um yeah. you know, for example, what Stevie Wonder came up with, nobody else did that before. Mm-hmm. Like Stevie Wonder came out of Motown he quit Motown and said I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop doing music for white folks and I'm going to stop fucking with, with these two nerds, computer nerds, who do music with computers, and that's how Stevie Wonder found his, his sound, and nobody else did that, you know Prince, same thing, James Brown nobody else did what James Brown did and from James Brown you get hip hop, you get soul, you get all of that shit and so oh, yeah. like, people get so caught up in what they're into that if you dare, like, you know, talk shit about it or anything, they get on your house. Oh, no, this is not music. This is, no, no, no. I'm like, no, just be honest. This is considered good music. That's all of fame for a reason. Like, these guys, these people get awards for a reason. And so you can't yeah. sit here and tell me that, yeah, uh, I don't know. Try I think of somebody who does good music now? It's hard. <laughs> who today makes good music? Oh, Bruno Mars. Shit. Bruno Mars made good music. Anderson Pack, great music. Like, objectively speaking. Am I just ranting here? I don't know. You're looking, looking at me hmm. kind of crazy.
1: No, I'm not looking I'm just listening. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: but but I, I appreciate the fact that you know, well, you were right on the, right on the cusp, I would say. Because if you tell me that you, you know you're a big fan of Michael Jackson, you know what came before you is what I'm saying. Because a lot of kids these
1: days, they're like, Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. There. And that's what we did. Also, that's just what did. knowing what comes before it makes you appreciate what's happening in the music now because you can see how it was influenced by what came before it.
0: Exactly. Like, there's no hip-hop yeah. without sampling. And sampling is what? You go back to old 50s and 60s records and mm-hmm. find a loop and then make a beat out of it. Without James Brown, there's no hip-hop. It's really that like plain yeah. and simple.
1: So, even you can see, like, Kanye was super inspired by like Ray Charles and people like that. Exactly. If you didn't listen to Ray Charles, you wouldn't know that.
0: Yeah. But, but it's a, um, and so because there's not that, that sense of, oh, let's, let's revisit what came before us so we can evolve the sound and evolve the music. Cause mm. you shouldn't be a, you can't be an artist 20 years ago and make the same music today. It doesn't work. Yeah. You know, shit changes and you gotta, you know, live with the times. If, if, now you need to put out a single every two weeks because, you know, TikTok demands it. You got to do that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think also rap's kind of, I feel like since rap was only kind of came out in like the 90s, the like 80s was when it started. Uh, my water's tights going. Um, oh. Like I feel like now since it's gotten, it's become the biggest genre in the world. So I feel like it's become almost more like pop in some ways. But like now, a lot of it's industry controlled because people realize you can cash in on it. Where when it first came out, it was like they were just doing it for the music to express themselves yes. in That's like the a meek and original way. But now, yeah, there's a lot of industry behind it, and I feel like when money gets in the art, it always kind of uh, I can't think of the word, but like dampens it. Yeah, it, it dilutes a the thing. Bit. Yeah, Ludes it waters it
0: down. But the, yeah, the, mm-hmm. but here, but here's the thing though. You still the barrier of entry is smaller than it's ever been because you can put your shit on SoundCloud mm-hmm. and then blow up. That's how you get all the littles, little Uzi Vert, little this, little that.
1: Wow, little. Yeah, a lot of a little, the, lot the littles of little. and the babies. <laughs>
0: just I don't know why they want we'll to. They want to stay young forever. Wow, what it is. There is an actual little baby. One of the guys is
1: little baby.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's baby and there's little baby and the baby, little right? And
1: baby and little baby.
0: They what? See, you know what it is. I think it's a, it's a. Um, I know, actually, white people do it too. There's a uh, little Dirk or little Perp Pump,
1: Little Pump. Yeah, is he there white? There's people? a little Dirk too. I think there's a little Dirk too.
0: Oh, the fucking littles! The fucking littles.
1: I think I think that's the name, Little Dirk.
0: I think it's. I mean, little and filling the blank, or young and filling the blank. It's because I think they're. I don't mind.
1: Like I like. I think the debate, the baby's pretty good. Like he's not even that bad rapper. Little baby's not bad.
0: I can't name you a single song. Hmm. I really can't. Maybe if I heard it and you told me that's the baby, I'd be like, oh, hey, well, that's a baby. But I yeah, can't. Yeah, the baby's
1: pretty recognizable. Like, he's got a very Really? Good thing. Yeah.
0: Like, name me, can you rap a song for, by the baby? Just give me one. Don't, uh... don't rap it. Don't, just recite it. Please don't rap it. Just recite it. <laughs> just, recite it. just recite it like you do. Recite it like you're doing a script and you call it me to collect $10,000. Yeah, <laughs> like,
1: you got, like I'm not... <laughs> Like, yes, I, I think that song you started off was like, what was it called, Scude? Like, pack like, in the mail, I'm gone. Something, 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 something. But. Oh, that's
0: him? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty catchy. That's him? Yeah, that's the baby. I had no idea. <laughs> I, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, nah, 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 nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, that's that's
1: how much I know. <laughs> how little I know about babies. God damn, that's you him? The, the baby, the baby's probably. I think he's one of the biggest rappers out right now. Yeah, he is. Yes, I, I trust you. Like, like I said, I,
0: I would. I recognize the song now. Yeah, with him. Is there? Does he have another one that's like top charting?
1: Yeah, he has a song. It's called Rockstar. I'm like, I can't I don't play this.
0: oh, there's, there's something, copcar. Oh yeah, great! You're you, you on Rockstar <laughs> with Capco. <copcar. laughs> Oh, baby, should not rap. Baby. That's like, that's like, it has billions of streams,
1: though. I, that hey, one. One. I
0: think that's the biggest. <laughs> hey, but dude, by all means, go get your money. If it works, it works. I'll, I'll, I'm all happy for you. One of these, look, if you end up, if, if you fast, here's the thing, if you fast forward 20 years from now and the baby is still the baby or, or little baby is still little baby, I'd be like, eh, like, give me something else. Next, you know, you'd be calling them asking for ten thousand dollars because nobody plays their song no more.
1: Hmm.
0: So I mean, I, it, it's, it's 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 a diversity that 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 gets to me, and I'm like, okay, and I and I love like to dance, like I, I danced for seven years in a hip hop crew, and I'm like, if it's all the same shit, it gets old after a while, and I, I like the diversity. and 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 the thing is, so you were born in what ninety something. Nine seven seven, yeah. So the two thousands. Do you know any anything from the two thousands?
1: Like any music? Yeah. I like, can't think of specific stuff off the top of my head, but if you start like playing songs, I'll be like, oh yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. Yeah. So if
0: you think about two thousands hip hop, two thousands hip hop is like the culmination of the eighties and the eighties and the nineties mm. because. In the 2000s, you had, like, that's when 50 Cent came out. That's where Eminem came out. That's when Ja Rule was the, was the shit with his, let's do hip-hop, and the whole, like, I'm a rapper, and I have an R&B chick on the song. He started that shit.
1: And everybody I feel like the started, early two thousand like, hip-hop club bangers were fun, too. Yeah, like, that's when Neptune's, <laughs> Neptune's, uh, at one point, the... Uh,
0: 40% of all hip hop songs played on the radio was produced by Neptunes. And you know Neptunes, right? Pharrell and Hugo, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Sorry.
0: I didn't mean to. I didn't want to assume. <laughs> I know you know Pharrell, but maybe not Neptunes. That's what I'm saying. So it's like there was so much variety in the different sounds. That's when Sean Paul started coming out. Not started, but mm. he been out, but like, like getting bigger. Uh, T Pain, Lil Wayne. Chris Brown. That's when it was like everybody was stepping the game up in the mainstream and in in the uh, in, in the underground as well. So it was kind of like the uh, the junior year of hip hop, and where they 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 know what came before them, and they inspired. They were inspired by mm-hmm. what came before them, but they took it their own way and made this fucking mosaic of sounds and of hip hop and. And that's when Outkast was, like, on top of everything. Even though Outkast is from the 90s, but, you know, this is when they were... It was, like, the culmination of all of that work, all of that, um, all of those sounds. And then the 2010s started going kind of, like, same shit, same formula. Now we're not doing it because we love the music. We're doing it because, yeah, there's money in here. Yeah, I guess a
1: little bit. I mean, it's still, like... Like, I think, like, when Future came out, he had a different sound than, like, a lot of people, like, that mumble rap sound. He did that well. And a lot of people took that and kind of just made watered-down versions of it.
0: No, I mean, it, it is, it, it, I think that it, once you recognize that, and you would think that because there's a, there's a lower barrier of entry, people would be like, okay, I have all the tools, I, 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 all the tools out there to make music. You know, yeah. so it's more approachable. It's more easier to get in and just put my shit on YouTube. Make something creative. Make something different. Greg, pick up your guitar. <laughs> Do something. We need oh, to. You, <laughs> you don't want
1: that. You don't want that. There's got to be another savior. It's not going to be uh, me with my guitar.
0: <laughs> Look, you you, got, you there's a great responsibility on your shoulders, Greg. You have to carry this generation. <laughs> I have to save the rap
1: game.
0: <laughs> Hi, my name is Greg DePaul, like Kendrick Lamar, real name. You know what I mean? I'm from Bighamton. I'm here to save hip hop.
1: <laughs> I'm here. I'm here to save hip hop. I don't know if it needs to save it, but I'm gonna save it.
0: Look, for a while, people were like, hip hop is dead, hip hop is dead. Like it's not dead. It's all it's just it went on the ground. And like like everything, if you want to find the good shit, you have to dig a little bit. But at one point, yeah. you didn't have to dig as deep to get the good shit because everybody was doing dope shit. So, yeah. I just also, I was like, I bet,
1: I bet if you if we go to like a fifteen year old kid, he would know exactly like what's the good shit and what's not.
0: Yeah, for him. Yeah. But yeah. I, I, what I don't want, no, I don't want. What I don't like is if if I go to a fifteen well, and- year old kid. Well, fifteen year
1: old kid who knows music. You can't just go to a random one, cause like. There are okay. 15-year-old kids when I was a 15-year-old kid that listened to some fucking garbage pop music. Uh-huh. But if you go to like a 15-year-old kid who probably knows who Michael Jackson is, knows who Prince is, listened to a lot of early 2000s hip-hop, you'd be like, yeah, these are the new people I like that remind me of those people that my like parents listened to or whatever.
0: All right, let's generalize. Do you think that if you ran into a random 15-year-old kid and you played, I don't know, AT Aliens by Outkast or... Shook ones, Bamwap Deep or Wu Clan on the fuck with, or UGK one day. Do you think do you think most of them will go, what is this? What is this bullshit? Or they go, Oh, this is kind of interesting. What do you what do you think they would say?
1: Uh, I'd like to have hope in the youth, but I'm not sure. I don't. <laughs> I don't. You know what? And this is what I, I um uh,
0: my son is three, and he has a Spotify playlist. And yeah.
1: it's, it's a mix of Disney songs. This was three years I, old, and they'll make a Spotify playlist. So what? He knows how to make one at three. No, no, no. I made it. No, oh, I made you it. made it.
0: <laughs> oh, come on. I was like, he's
1: just <laughs> there like, like, yeah, this is pretty fire. I just brought out a song
0: yesterday. but No, no, no. I'm, so this, this is what I do. I'm in the car, and I'll play, uh, like, you know, I can't wait to be King, the Lion King, right? Mm. He likes that, play that. And then right after, I'll play um, Michael Jackson, Dirty Diana. Mm. And I just watch him.
1: See and how he reacts.
0: Yeah, he reacts. And and I'll ask him, I'll say, hey, do you like it? And if he goes, uh-huh, I'm like, all right, cool. After the playlist. And then I go back to some bullshit kid song. Oh,
1: that's cool.
0: And then I go, and then the next the song up after that is like studio by Phil Collins, like a straight up 80s joint. And then he goes, yeah. okay. And then I remember he he had a, a full two months when he was a huge fan of Black Sabbath. That's sick. And he liked Iron Man. <laughs> like he I we watched the movie, and then you know the Iron Man song comes at the Do end. You like War Pigs? You- huh? Do
1: you like War Pigs?
0: By Black Sabbath? Yeah, I don't even know the song, but he likes Iron Man. That's the only one I knew.
1: But okay,
0: okay. I, and, then, and then seriously, for two months straight, Daddy, Daddy, play Iron Man, and he goes, and then he, he would know he would sing the words, he, he'd know the lyrics. Mm. So I, but I've gotten in trouble because I've played hip hop like uh, "Keep Your Head's Ringing" by Dr. Dre, and and you know they're cursing it. He's saying I'm- the words yeah
1: and it's, it's also- pretty interesting <laughs> i now that i'm thinking about it, i got exposed to music pretty interesting because my parents were like eight years apart so uh-huh. like my dad is all in the classic like 70s rock like that was his era growing up but my mom thinks that's like old people music she was in all like 80s like michael jackson and Prince and artists like that growing uh-huh. up so I'd, i would got when i'd be like with either of them I'd get two totally different types of good music. That's good. The, 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 the your pretty dad, cool. yeah. Does your dad has a I have a record
0: collection or something? Or MP3 collection? Yeah, he
1: listens to a lot of music. Yeah. Oh, there we go.
0: Did they raise you mm. out to, and you went to be a debt collector and a comedian? What happened?
1: Yeah, they just... no all, all the oh, fuck up. They didn't fuck me up, they <laughs> fucked myself up. <laughs> they did nothing wrong. This like I all... always
0: wanted to direct traffic. Right this way, sir. Just push your car right here by this cone.
1: Stop. These are all the this is all accumulation of my life choices that has nothing to do. <laughs> I you put myself in this position. You
0: this thing, you are allowed to fuck up because you're young. I can't no more. My I'm the, right. I c can I cannot fuck up anymore. I have a life that depends on me. I can't. So enjoy while you I'd like to think
1: if this here. is the result of me fucking up, it's not the worst it could have Oh. Austin doing comedy like this is no I'm no, no. no but i having a blast
0: yeah yeah but that, that's the thing like it, it comes the thing about comedy and when you listen to francisco's episode you'll you'll see what happens um <laughs> it, it's th- it, there is a
1: lifestyle
0: well i mean there is a lifestyle that goes along with it and you can buy into it yeah. but not but there is a you know you you're out all day all night you know you drink uh you get up a weird we have we have uh weird hours, you know, you hang out mm. with people who have issues.
1: Yeah, I'm lucky, I don't like drinking that much. I'm lucky I didn't get like that one.
0: Start getting pussy, you'll see.
1: It gets easier. <laughs> 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 no, I used to drink a lot in college. I would get like blackout drunk all the time, but now that I'm like twenty four, I already kind of did it, so I'm like
0: Oh, you think you lose it loses its school once you turn twenty one?
1: Like no, it's, not uh, for a lot of people. Analogy? Like just lucky for me like now i can have like a beer or two and I'm like nah, i don't want to drink anymore
0: i don't know now can i want to see you drunk one time just to because you honestly I, uh you seem like a very composed kind of guy
1: yeah who makes
0: Uh-oh. bad choice who makes bad choices but still like you're,
1: <laughs> you're, oh, and I'll, when i used to get drunk yeah i'd be all over the place
0: yeah, I mean, it's college. That that's what you do. It's, it's yeah, part of, it's part of the experience of college. I get that. Like, I I didn't. I I remember. I mean, I grew up in France, so in France, you start drinking when you're ten. <clears throat> I had I I had my first beer when I was ten years old.
1: Damn.
0: I had my first glass of wine probably a year after, and it was it wasn't my It wasn't my parents. It was I was at a friend's house, and they're French. Uh, and their dad was like, Beck, you ever had a glass of wine?" I'm like, "No, you want to try it?" It's like, "Well, nah, now you will." No, yeah, here we go. Thanks for coming to dinner. I'm like, oh, sure, sir. I'll, I'll try it. I didn't like it, but I tried it.
1: Yeah, but it, b- b- because it's not like I never drink. Like, I've been drunk like two or three times since I been Like, I get drunk every once in a while. But I uh, care. Uh, actually, you
0: know what? Fuck it. Go all out. I mean, I'm not your dad. I'm not telling you what to do. I, I don't want to come across like. Yeah, Greg, go ahead. Go ahead and get... Give... No, no, no. I, I'm just saying that... Actually, the few times I've gotten drunk here, was kind of on
1: accident, though.
0: There you go. See, that? that's a, yeah. that's a different mentality. And I think that's where people get it fucked up because...
1: Like, the most <laughs> fucked up I got here is I was hosting a bike at Santa Cruz, and I didn't even realize it. You know how Santa Cruz is, like, the host sits at that table? Uh-huh. JC just kept coming back and like filling my glass, and I had moved the whole time, so I was just drinking like wine the whole time. Oh, you Dude, didn't I know? Was, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. I need to get
0: an Uber home. <laughs> <laughs> now, but you know what? When you when you uh, I noticed something when pe- when people decide like they work hard all week and then they go, I'm gonna get fucked up this weekend. I'm gonna get fucked up tonight. Chances is It's gonna happen. Yeah, but when it when it's just part of the It just happens. It one, it's not as big a deal. Two, you don't feel that bad about yourself, and 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 three, I think it's it's more fun. And that and I think that's a mentality that French people have. Because when I when I went out with my friends, you know, back in France, and when I go back and visit, I'm not I'm not a heavy drinker anyway. But it was Mm. never a plan to get fucked up. Like we're just kicking it, and if it happens, it happens. It's like you go on a date. And you're just kicking it. And if you get laid, you get laid. But it's not a, I have to get laid tonight. No, 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 no. That's weird
1: to me. Yeah. Weird. But it, it, when you're... Yeah, every the- time I've gotten drunk here, it's been like a little bit by accident. I don't feel too bad about it. I was just good like, in the moment. Like, oh, I got a little drunk. Oops.
0: Yeah, don't get drunk for on
1: now, purpose. If I was, now, if I was doing that all the time and it was becoming a problem, then it wouldn't be... Yeah. I was constantly yeah. accidentally getting drunk.
0: But you know those dudes, though, right? The, that, those like, I'm going to get fucked
1: up tonight. I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I hang out with comics all the time. It's like half the people we hang out with.
0: I'm going to do some coke. I'm going to get fucked up. Like, you did that yesterday. Like, don't you want to just, don't you want a day off once? So like, yeah, but now it's Wednesday, so. Oh. <laughs> Wednesday is coke day. Tomorrow is beer day. Friday is. It, also it, coke day. <laughs> we alternate. This is what we do. Are you part of this or no? Oh yeah. No? <laughs> so what? No, nah, like I'm just saying. This 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 is what we do. But yeah, but but, but like I said, like I, all the people that I've that I've met, you know, um in this com- in this comedy scene, I, I always uh, saw you as a very like composed kind of kid, like not wilding out or anything.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, like the worst the worst I do is like I'll, I'll smoke weed at things. Sometimes I'll be quiet to pull two stone, but that's about <laughs> not as uncomposed as I get.
0: Nah, but one time I want to see oh, it you, though. One time
1: to see me get like hammered.
0: Yeah, but not on purpose. Not on purpose. Oh yeah, not yeah. On not on purpose. Just like you know, as the light as the night progresses, midnight, and all of a sudden, you know, you're you're walking sideways. <laughs> as long as you make it home, who cares? And yeah, you yeah. you're you're around, you know, responsible people, comics will take care of you. <laughs>
1: yeah. Maybe when the maybe when maybe when my COVID job is up, I'll have like a week of going nuts and oh, right now, you know. I have to get I have, I have to get home by like eleven or I have to wake up at like five thirty for work. Oh shit. What's your plan? After, like, that? after the COVID vaccine job? I think that ends in June, so i just gonna hang out for a few weeks and then get another job. Oh, unemployment is so great. <laughs> yeah, I was unemployed the first two months I was here. It was fun. I like saved oh, yeah. up all the money I made and just I just chilled for the first two months. I was like, I don't I'm good
0: living the life, man. That's all we can do.
1: That's yeah, all, that's all. I'm gonna pay my bills, like you know. Oh, you do you have roommates? Uh, yeah, I live in like i have like two random roommates, not roommates, but like apartment mates. two other bedrooms. Oh, okay. my apartment. Did yeah. You know them
0: before you, let, before you moved in or no, no,
1: no, uh, but they're pretty cool. I like both of them. What, what we don't hang pa- out a lot because I'm always out. Well, yeah. 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 What part of town? I, like uh, I live off Riverside. Oh, dude.
0: You know, I was talking about trailer earlier on the east side riverside. you did not wanna go to <laughs>
1: Riverside.
0: there were shootings on riverside Dude,
1: there's like there's like mini skid row out in front of my house.
0: Oh, is that what the median is and there's a bunch of uh tents yeah, yeah, that's riverside
1: yeah i mean my like my apartment complex is gated, so I don't deal with it too much, but yeah, once I drive out i gotta i just gotta look straight ahead for the first mile of
0: oh yeah that's
1: uh of road. That's fucking Riverside. That's fucking Riverside.
0: But yeah, uh, so are, are you gonna like pick up the guitar and get back to it or anything like that?
1: Yeah, I think when if I go home at some point, I might grab my guitar and bring it back.
0: If you go home back to Binghamton,
1: I'm not from Binghamton. That's where I went to school. I'm like from upstate New York.
0: Okay. What is like they all
1: that? my guitars? All my guitars are at my parents' house right now. Oh,
0: okay, okay, okay. Yeah, th- yeah, yeah. I, th- I thought you brought them down with you, so you can like do an open mic and you know hop back on the guitar and do a little.
1: No, no, no. I couldn't. I I just fit everything in my car, so I wanted to make sure I had all the stuff I need. The
0: essentials.
1: The essentials. <laughs> <laughs> like clothes and stuff. Oh yeah. Well, you know,
0: but you're. Ah. I just keep thinking how young you are. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't mean I don't mean to hang it like that. Hang it over your head like God damn, you're young. Fucking kids. Fucking kids. <laughs> like, just, I know I'm young. I'm I'm liking it. Hey, don't own it. Own it. And but by the way, like, yeah, last time we were talking about how, you know, you gotta get sick of all oh, fucking millennials and all that stuff. That's gotta get it still gotta get annoying, right?
1: Millennials like my age? Yeah,
0: you're one of them. You're right in it.
1: Yeah, they, they, we we are annoying we get annoying sometimes entitled motherfuckers I don't know I have hope I try I think that's everyone at like in their early 20s we everyone in their early 20s like starts to find a cause and care about it Yeah that's like,
0: true
1: I don't think I don't think I had that problem <laughs> I care what? about I care about making fun of all the causes that people care about <laughs> <laughs> and you're right you're right there's like you know i'm trying to i'm trying to
0: find myself i'm gonna to go to europe and backpack and shit like okay go do that tell me what yeah. it's like like yeah i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna, I'm gonna go on a journey
1: of break. self-discovery and
0: yo if, if 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 you get on any of those dating apps that's all these women are doing i i travel and i've been to 27 countries and you know they only speak one language, but he have been in twenty seven. I know, countries.
1: and yet they still can't get a personality. It's crazy. Like it's it's all the find a personality <laughs> in twenty countries.
0: <laughs> I love to try. and, and all, all the pictures: it's me in the mountains, me on the water, me in the snow, me in this village that you never heard of, me in the woods, me in hiking boots, me doing zipline. It's I'm like, all right, we get it. What else?
1: That's what I'm saying. Like, like
0: Post Malone, like. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, be—I be, don't understand what people want to, why people want to be, want to look, and act like everybody else. Like, you don't, you don't take pride in being different. You see what I mean? Yeah. Now like you're, 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 you're taught, and this is the, this is, and I'm, uh, we're gonna wrap it up soon, but I wanted to make make this point. Like, th- this country, and I can talk shit because I'm American. I've been American for 11 years now, so I can talk shit about my country whatever. but i'm french too so it. Okay. uh is that as much as you're rewarded for standing out in this country you no know, your employee of the month your mvp you get recognized as an individual and in a lot of shit mm. you do. like when uh or you, you get attention as an individual like you're saying you know you're um uh they, they'll play your your uh, calls, they collect calls and say, okay, we're going to isolate you and, and everybody going to look at you like you, like individually. Like you're, this is Greg. Hi, yeah. oh, my name is Greg. You got $10,000, you owe us. Motherfucker, I called you last week, blah, blah, blah. But you, you are, they look at you as an individual, but yet you got to make sure that you think like everybody else. Like you don't stand out because if you do too much, it's weird. Is that, am I making sense?
1: No, yeah, I get that, like, completely. I feel like that happens a lot. Hey, you, you, like, you I feel got, like I feel like it starts yeah. when we're in school. Like, we're not really taught how to think. We're just kind of taught, like, what we have to know. Thank you. And when you go up through it, yep. you just kind of like, oh, these are the things that everyone knows. And you yep. kind of start watching everyone else. You're like, oh, these are the things that everybody else does. And, and it was weird for me, too, because I was, like, homeschooled for a while. Oh, shit. So I really? didn't get oh, yeah, so How from long? like fourth to... Um, for like four years, I was homeschooled. Uh-huh. Like all through middle school, I was homeschooled. What was that? What?
0: Why? There's no school uh, in your small town? North no, I
1: think North. my parents just wanted to like... I think because some of their friends were trying it, and they were like, oh, this is something different. Like, it be cool to try, maybe. It's not it'd a bad different. system.
0: If, if done right, it is not a bad system at all. You really, no, get, I enjoyed it.
1: I yeah. liked it a lot. Yeah, Did your
0: siblings get one too. Do you have brothers and sisters? You're the oldest, right? So,
1: like, our parents gave us the choice to go to school or to homeschool. They gave you siblings, a choice. Oh. Yeah, because yeah, they're like, you would you rather just get sent to school or would you rather like be homeschooled? Hey. And I was like, my siblings, most of my siblings were like, after doing it for a year, like, yeah, I want to go back to school. I was like, ah, oh, dope. I get I it. Do what I want all because, like, the way it worked was they gave you a schedule pretty much for the week. Uh-huh. So like you, it was just more like a list, and so you could just kind of do what you wanted, as long as you got everything done by the end of the week. So wow. if one day I wanted to. So if one day, if I just wanted to like do not like just work till like eleven, and then I wanted to fuck off for the rest of the day, as long as I finished everything by the end of the week, I was good. I you didn't have to get, home, get out man. of my pajamas. I didn't have to shower. I was living like a comic as a school kid, pretty much. Like I could <laughs> do not a bad I deal at all. I wanted. Yeah, I could just do what I wanted all day as long as it was all done by the end of the day or by the end of the week.
0: Wow. So it was cool. I, see, I'll don't. I, I will consider it. I don't think I can do it, though. I don't, have, I don't think well, I, have the, I have the
1: patience. Clear. It clear. It's weird. Like, all my family, Cause it's kind of cool because, like, I just had to teach myself a lot of stuff. And then they would just help me when I needed it as opposed to you have to get taught a lesson this, a lesson that, that- a lesson Exactly. So like right. if I since I was pretty like I was pretty decent at math, I could just kind of like do the problems myself. My parents didn't need to help me that much. Mm-hmm. They would just kind of grade it at the end. And if there was something I was struggling with, they'd be like, "Hey, you need to fix that." But if I was doing all right, they'd be like, "Yeah, you're doing it. Move on to the next one." Just uh yeah. and, and Well, you, you kind of design your own pacing, pretty much. Exactly. Exactly. And plus, yeah, you know, that if you if you don't
0: get it, like you you can't hate your parents. You can hate a teacher. Who, doesn't, who can't stand your guts. Mm. But you can't hate your parents. Yeah. They're the one teaching you shit. And, and, and if they do a good job and actually teach you, it's, it's not, I don't think your education is ever about the actual lesson or material that you're going over. It's about mm. making your brain work.
1: So no, I was just about to say, I taught myself a lot of this stuff. Yeah, but, but what I'm saying is it,
0: you were encouraged to do so. Right? Yeah. Your parents gave you the yeah yeah, yeah. the opportunity. To be like, look, Greg, you have to figure this shit out, and that's what makes your your brain go, and then you start to learn, and mm-hmm. you develop that way, and it, it it's even a you have a better feeling about what you're learning when it's actually coming from you, not someone serving you on the platter. Okay, just know this: get an A and get the fuck out.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. Right. Because, I mean, I, I remember there was always the kid in class that would go, is this going to be on the test? I'm like, who cares about the test? Like, <laughs> you, you study stupid shit all year long that you're probably never going to use in real life. But the idea is not about the uh, the content. It's about making your brain work. I remember I had, a my, in, in France, in math, we studied berry centers. You know what berry centers are?
1: Barry what?
0: Yeah, exactly. Barry centers. Barry, centre. It's, it, Barry It's 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 a it's a uh it's a geometry thing. It's like the the center of a triangle. Okay. Right. It's it's one of the one of those like, okay, do you want to know half half one side or it's like the different points, like key points you have to know when you see a shape. And the barrier Center mm. had to do with triangles. So we studied that shit for like a month and a half. Like, how do you find a barrier Center? That was, that was the exercise. And I'm like, we're never going to use this ever again. Yeah. I, ha- I haven't used a, a, a protractor since I left school. You know? Never. And, and, and I, remember I asked my teacher, I said, hey, did, why are we doing this? And she goes, to make your brain work. That's it. Mm. It's not about it's not about the content. It's not about the material. It's about making sure that you can think for yourself because next thing you know, you believe every, anything anybody tells you, whether it's your teacher, it's your pastor, it's your it's your boss, it's your coworker, without or you just watch the news and you just take it in without really doing any kind of without processing it. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, I think the American school system has a problem with that lately. Oh man, I can
0: do a whole podcast just about that shit. Because I went through both and oh my holy shit. The French one and hmm. the American one,
1: and it's it's scary. It is scary in this country. Which one and, did you prefer? You like the French one better or the uh American. for
0: pre before college, the French system is better because it gives you a way better variety. It's it's like a, a variety of knowledge. And all kinds of fields like I had, by the time I got it, I, I came to this country when I was 16, I yeah. had, um, let's see, I had two years of Latin, two years of German, 10 plus years of English, four years of chemistry, four years of physics, uh, one year of uh, geology I studied uh, biology, all the different systems, nervous system, reproductive. I've studied all that shit by the time I was 16. So when I came here, I'm like, yeah, the shit is easy. This is what we do there. We go to school to study, not wow. to football and go to pep rallies. We study. And we study to make our brains work better. And then college is really when you get, you start to get challenged by what you just learned because you you have way more people from all over the world coming in into this one place and then now you're exposed to different things so you get to learn more but up until then it's on you to do the work or at least process thing in the way that look i'm actually learning i'm not doing this for an a does that make sense
1: yeah yeah. i tend
0: to ramble and go off on this
1: i felt i felt like college wasn't really didn't really encourage creativity that much either it's supposed to that's the thing. I, I felt like my. I felt like when I went, I didn't really. I felt like it was just prepping you to get ready for a nine to five job forever.
0: Look, I, I, I think at this point, college is overrated in twenty twenty one and mm. later because you know you get out of college, you go four years, you you, you collect debt, and then people like you call you, and then you, you know, you're uh, by the time you're done, you try to find a job. You go, what do you experience? I'm like, I just started, like I. But if you don't go to college and actually get experience, by the Mm. time you catch up with your friends who just graduated, you have four years under your belt. And like, look, man, I know how to sell. I know how to build a company. I know how to manage a project. I know how to do development. I know how to, you know, negotiate deals. I I know how to do all this shit. Meanwhile, you were fucking around getting drunk and going to comedy club. I'm (laughs) Hey,
1: that's what I did first. (laughs)
0: I didn't mean to like foreign issues specifically, but that's what I'm saying. Like college, it's it people go
1: to hey, co- I least I was doing a comedy. Most kids are just getting drunk and going to the club. I was at least telling some jokes in the middle of it.
0: <laughs> All right, man. We're gonna we're gonna wrap this up. Man, this was good. This was really good. I I I I get on these rants a lot
1: and I had fun. I, this was a good talk.
0: Yeah. So what's your what's your dope shit you want to share?
1: Um it's stupid, but honestly. What I've been watching for the past like two weeks is that Flagrant Two podcast. Andrew yeah, Schultz's shout out to Andrew podcast. Schultz. Yeah, yeah, man, that's a good one. No. He just has—he's—he's he's been having good guests on that.
0: Not only their Flagrant did the the Alex Jones one? Did they really actually take it off? Didn't Didn't it like go off YouTube or
1: something? I think it's off, but I think it's still on Spotify. Oh, okay. You just can't watch yeah. it. Yeah. Just, just can't watch it. Oh, okay. You got hammered on that one, man. Really, I haven't watched it yet. I mean, I've seen it. You didn't watch it? No. Oh my god, he he drank like he must have drank almost a fifth of whatever he was drinking. He was drunk. I'm
0: gonna watch that shit. I, I got to catch up. <laughs> I'm, I'm behind in my flagrancy. I, but I, I'm a big yeah. fan of Andrew Sauce. So- Andrew, so- Andrew so- I think what he's done with comedy and the way he's came up. I mean, I, I've been following the guy for years. And
1: out of everyone during the pandemic, I think he's the biggest. Oh advantage. yeah, he's so, the one. The yeah. opportunity that he had during. Yep. Yep, and he had
0: a great team around him, and and mm-hmm. honestly, I'm, I'm 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 really happy for him. It's 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 long overdue. The man's been funny for a while, and it's like
1: yeah, now yeah. now
0: now that it's, it's good to see someone like that getting big. Yeah, I mean he's he's he
1: went just like just got back him on and the people road like Tim Dillon. Yep, and like those guys. Yep. Yeah,
0: I mean he's selling out everywhere now. Everywhere he goes, both of them do. He was uh, Tim Dillon was in Austin recently, I think at the Paramount. Um. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm trying, what's my what's my dope shit? My dope shit is um, I w- I want to give it up to to the the Romo room. Romo room, and, yeah, and and here's why. I just came back, so Godfrey was in town this weekend, and and I've seen headliners there, but I'm uh, I got to meet Rob's dad yesterday. Who I mean this whole Romo room thing it's it's for him, it's for his dad. Um and so I, I really like what they built. Uh and the uh the you know, the fact that they have mics every week. I, I mean you can go back. I have Rob and Pat. They were like uh back they were on back in December. Uh, but, I
1: gotta go to Romo Room more. I've only been like
0: twice. Dude, man, you gotta go. It's it's so now what they do is that after the the the, the Big headliner shows on the weekend. Like once yeah. they're done at midnight, open mic. So there's already an oh, audience. There. Cool. There's already an audience sitting there. So
1: oh, that's awesome. So start an open I'll mic. definitely Saturday. do that. What yeah. is it on Saturday? Like yesterday there was one.
0: No, yesterday they had the Dirty Birdie one. You know the Saturday twelve thirty show. Okay, yeah. That Aussie puts on. uh But let's say on the Friday when I was there on Friday after Godfrey was done, they started open mic and then people went up and there was already a, an audience built in.
1: Oh, that's cool.
0: Yeah. So I'm really glad. And now, and another shout out I want to give out is the Creek in the cave. If you haven't been there yet.
1: Dude, I went there Friday. It was fantastic. It's yeah. so sick. Yeah, so
0: You've been there, there
1: since it's opened, right? Huh? You've been there since it's opened. You saw like a whole new setup. And yeah. I was, I was, I was
0: there on opening night. I was there on opening night yeah, when Ali, so Ali nice. Sadiq went up Sife, And I went back the next day because I didn't see Sife set. Um and I went back there the next day and I got I met on Rebecca. Friday? Yeah, I went, I went there Friday night too. Oh, but,
1: I went there Friday. I, early
0: show. I went to the early show because I went up. Oh, back okay. I was at the C- later one. Godfrey. Yeah, yeah. Uh I, yeah. Ali Sadiq fucking crushed it. I it's funny because I ended up in this green room with Godfrey. And uh-huh. cipher sounds, and I, I've seen all these shit before, but seeing it live and the way he tells stories blew my mind. Mm-hmm.
1: Blew dude, my fucking. He was on mind. mushrooms oh, during when I was watching him. Really? He said mid study He's like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna be honest. I'm on a bunch of mushrooms right now." I was like, <laughs> "I'm killing it, <laughs> dude!" It he,
0: he told a story in the green room about he tried he he tried to holler at Lil Kim. In the early 2000s, at a party, he was drunk on a Hennessy. And he told that story, and I was, I was I was, crying laughing. It was so funny. I don't want to give it away because it might turn into a bit. Mm-hmm. I don't want to ruin it. But the way he tells the story is incredible. And, uh, yeah, it's great dude. Yeah,
1: dude. I'm so excited for that other place to be open. It's like going to school almost.
0: Oh, it is. That's how I was in New York, from what I heard. Yeah, uh, It was like a place for comics to start up and then move up that way. That's where Legion is Kang for doing their thing. And Rebecca Trent, she co-founded Skank Fest with mm. uh Luis J. Gomez. And which is actually co- I think it's coming back next year. Skang Fest is South. Uh, but anyway, shout out to Creek in the Cave, shout out to Romo Room. Uh that's my dope yeah. shit of the week. So, what do you want to plug? Where can people find you? On the internets, all that good stuff.
1: Uh yeah, yeah. Right now, pretty much. All I'm doing is Instagram at the moment. I'm not too big online. So I'm still working on stuff. I want to get, have everything set. But it's Greg underscore DePaul on Instagram. You for name. all my shows and my story.
0: You, 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 got, you got to have a nickname, man. <laughs>
1: We're going to find your nickname. God damn it.
0: We're going to find your nickname, Greg DePaul.
1: That's my comic name. That's my rap name. That's my <laughs> name name.
0: That's your, that's your name when you call people and ask for their money.
1: Yo, that's my debt collector name. <laughs>
0: That's that. That's your tra-
1: tra- tra- traffic.
0: <laughs> Attended name. Hi, huh, I'm Greg DePaul. Right this way. Just uh, pull up that right says here. it
1: right on my name tag. <laughs> it was my uh, Sam's Club name. It was my uh, Walmart name. I, I look. I don't.
0: I don't know a lot of Greg. So that you can. You can have it.
1: <laughs> yeah. No. That it's weird because it feels like a common name, but I don't meet a lot of other ones. No, I
0: actually no. I met a Greg last yesterday at a, at a
1: sneaker. Yeah. Started.
0: Um, but yeah, it's Gregory, right? Yeah. Okay, just making sure. like it
1: sounds like a common name, but it's
0: not. Not a lot of us. No, it's not. There, there is not. Well, welcome to the non-common name club. I'm going to start at University of Texas. <laughs> this is back. This is Greg. There's only ten of them. Back. There's only one of them. <laughs> All right. um, As always, make sure you follow the feedback everywhere on social media. I'm more active on Instagram these days. I have this Twitter space thing. Um, I haven't used it yet. I've been on it a couple of times. I haven't used it to like to do a of like Clubhouse, but on Twitter. Um, And so, yeah, but but quick announcement. uh, Hip Hop Bingo is coming back in June. I have more details on that later. Um, and I think I'm going to start doing more live, um, podcasts now ever since uh, Francisco's horrible fucking sound connection from Venezuela, that even one.
1: though
0: uh, I'm like, I got to get back. Cause I used to do them at, at bars. I used to do my podcast at bars.
1: He's just doing the podcast from like a mud hut or whatever. <laughs> Seriously, man. It was, uh,
0: but I want to get back to that to make sure you keep up, follow the feedback everywhere. Uh, Greg DePaul, thank you so much for coming on, man. I really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. It was fun.
0: Yeah, this is, this is the feedback podcast. This is what I do. This is what I love. I ain't getting oh, yeah, paid yeah. for it. I have a producer that I pay, but sometimes I wonder. Um, let's see what else. That, that's it. Uh, make sure you, you check out the archive, subscribe, all that good stuff. Appreciate your time. Greg, I know I'll see you around. And yep. we'll catch you next time. Ciao, ciao. All
1: right. See you, man.